Hey, First Family Church. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Travis Walker, and I'm the discipleship pastor here at First Family Church. And the Extra Point Podcast is an opportunity for us to take Sunday's message and to just to share a little extra learning um, from our text. And so as preachers and um, communicators, we study for um, hours and, and weeks even sometimes for our messages. And there's a lot of things that God shares with us and he teaches us as we prepare. And then we've got to um, boil that down to about 35 minutes of teaching. And there's always a little bit of extra that we learn um, through our studies that we want to share with you. And so the Extra Point Podcast is exactly that. Uh, an opportunity for us to share other things that God taught us that we weren't able to share on Sunday. And so I would love to just uh, remind you of where our message took us, our text took us on Sunday, and then just to share an extra bit of um, learnings that I I received as I was preparing. So we were in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5 on Sunday, and we looked at uh, God's great mercy. The text tells us that blessed be the uh, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope. And we saw in our text, God is a God of mercy, and he's a God who loves us, and rather than giving us what he de- what we deserve, he pours his mercy upon us. And then our text gives us three specific mercies or gifts that he gives us. And those three are a living hope, an imperishable inheritance, and a secure salvation. And we talked about how the context of First Peter is for believers who were living in a very difficult time. First century Christians, it would have been a very uh, terrible um time to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And you would have had to just be completely aware of the persecution that you would face to claim the name of Jesus Christ um, and to follow him and to live for him. And so Peter, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writes this letter to encourage the believers to stay strong, to keep going, to live for God, even in the midst of their persecutions. And so those three gifts that he describes, a living hope, an imperishable inheritance, and a secure salvation, all boil down to a reminder to them of God's love for them so that they will continue to stay strong. They will not give up. They will continue to live for God, honor him with their lives. Um, Peter's not promising them that they will not face persecution. He's not promising them that all their pain will go away, but he is promising them that God will never leave them nor forsake them, that their eternity is secure, and that God will accomplish what he's promised, um, even in the midst of their suffering. Uh, And so I was studying this and, and preparing to share this, and there was a beautiful illustration that I came across of how this is just, it's true, this idea of hope. Hope allows you to endure um, as, as I was studying, I want to share that with you. There's been a lot of research done on survivors of the Holocaust, particularly concentration camps. As uh, World War II ended and the concentration camps were, were freed and the prisoners were set free, a lot of research has been done on their lives, on those who were able to survive. Um, one book I'd like to recommend to you is called Against All Hope, by an author named Herman Langbein, and he wrote a book on this very idea of what was the key ingredient, and there's other books as well, what was the key ingredient on the survivors, the ones who were able to make it out 
um, and then to go on and live a flourishing life, even in the midst of terrible circumstances. And the key ingredient that I've learned and read and studied on this, the key ingredient was hope for the prisoners who had to endure that terrible ordeal, the one key ingredient that seems to um, have carried many through and allowed them to um, make it to the end was hope. And it's really interesting because uh, these books and these um, um, studies will show what the result was for many that gave up hope. And here's three things that I saw or read um, for those that gave up hope. Many, many passed away due to their poor health, so just natural consequences of the um, tragedies and and, and, um, hardships that they faced. So they just weren't able to fight uh, disease, illnesses. Um, The lack of hope caused them to fade away from their um, illnesses. The second was many of them committed suicide um, so they would disobey guards intentionally in order to be put to death. Um, w- one of the concentration camps that I've been able to uh, visit, the work camp that I was able to visit, has a barbed or electric fence that surrounded it. And so many of the prisoners that lost hope would wake up in the morning and just to put themselves out of misery would run right into that electric fence. And we were able to see that as well. And um, which again, lack of hope, don't want to live. And then the third one um, that these books and these articles will describe for you is that some that lost hope became like their prison guards. So rather than fighting for their lives, looking out for their neighbors, um, working hard, sleeping well, eating good, they actually became like their prisoners and became. Um, mean and cruel to their fellow prisoners. And so the lack of hope changed them from being people who were striving to people who just gave up. And so they were cruel to their neighbors. Um, They stole, they cheated, they did whatever they could do, became very selfish rather than selfless. And this article's uh, just a beautiful description, uh, even though terribly, terribly sad, of the key ingredient for those that are facing terrible ingredient uh, um, circumstances on how to keep going and stay strong. And the key ingredient was hope, and that's exactly what our text says. That's what I think this is so beautiful. Is it's just it's true in life and in our spiritual walk. Is God knows that life will be hard, there will be difficult times, and the key ingredient is hope. So, because he is a merciful God, a gracious God who loves his children, one of the main things, or one of the most generous things he gives us, besides just his grace of salvation, is hope. And our text laid out for us, he gives us a living hope, which is this current reality, a current confidence and boldness to face the suffering, a promise of an inheritance, a home with God, in heaven one day, and then a secure salvation, that what he has done for us, he's forgiven us, that is secure, that our eternity is secure, will never be stripped away from us. Those three things will give us the confidence we need to continue to 
live for God, to not cave, not give up, but also to live as he would ask us to live, like honoring our neighbors, loving our enemies, turning the other cheek, um, not turning into our culture, but staying distinct and living for God during our trials and tragedies. And again, I just remind you of Paul and Silas in prison, beaten, shackled, and what does the text teach us? They were praying and singing to God because they had that key ingredient, hope. And that hope was what carried them through and allowed them to be faithful to the end. So church, just as you consider your current circumstances, your different, your different trials and tragedies that you're facing, I just want to remind you of God's goodness and his love towards you. And he has not just forgiven you, but he's given you the gift of hope so that you will continue to live for him Uh, to bring him honor and glory. And he doesn't promise us that we won't face trials and tragedies. He actually promises we will. But in the midst of that, he will never leave us nor forsake us. He loves us even in our difficulties. And so church, just for a moment today, thank God for the gifts of hope that he pours out upon us. That living hope, the joy to face our sufferings, the promise of an inheritance with him and our secure salvation, that it will never go away. Man, we're so, we're so blessed. Church, I pray for you today. I pray that you'll stay strong no matter what you face today. He is worthy of our lives honoring him. So let's bless him in our obedience day. Church, we love you. We are praying for you. Have a great day. I hope you enjoy another episode of the Extra Point Podcast.